I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh yeah, love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingaroner, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. This. Well, good morning, little brother. It's Early Break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Early Talk with Sip and Bog. That's what Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy wants to call it that. It's a, it's a little bit different than uh, Sip and Jake. I'm still Jake, though, so we can still do early break. I'm just not sorting. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second, Bog. You like that one? Early? Yeah, yeah, you threw me for a loop, so I was like, oh, God, he got the name wrong in the show. <laughs> no, you didn't. Early Talk, talk. with Sip and Bog. Yeah. Where we have Bach and Forth. Yeah, I was gonna say that would that would <laughs> might replace Bach and Forth. Your, your favorite. Uh, for That's that. my favorite. <laughs> Bach and Forth. A uh, reminder: We do have O'Shawn Mathis, the newest Nebraska commit, uh, set to join us around seven o'clock. So don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial, uh, as we've got plenty still, still to talk about till we get there, uh, <laughs> including the NFL draft. Did you uh, did you enjoy watching too much of the NFL draft? Um, they, was, I, I think uh, it was a bit. Hard uh, for some of us there the, the on Saturday. JoJo Doman's name was at the top of the boards that whole time and just never came off. I did watch a lot of it. I covered it Friday night. Mm. So I, I watched it right up until the Jurgens, you know, until Jurgens was selected 51st overall, second round. And then shortly after that, Cam Taylor Brent went. And then I was writing. So I, right. I, didn't, I didn't see the rest of Friday night after that. I watched a lot of Saturday, but I was working on the O'Shawn Mathis story. Um, but I saw enough of it. I saw yeah. a lot of it. I, well, lo- I lo- hey, I like watching the draft. I was gonna say Saturday's Saturday's supposed to be just kind of background noise because a lot of it's guys <laughs> you don't know or you know. Don't you, are you sure about that? Well, There's a lot of players that you know that are getting drafted late, and it always it always makes an impression on me, Bach, how good you have to be. Oh yeah, to get drafted. I mean, George Karlaftis was one of the last, or not George Karlaftis, who was the Purdue big running back. Um, uh, I can't think of his name. It's escaping me. Horvath? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Xander Horvath. Thank yeah. you. God, you're you're like Jake Sorensen in that regard. You rescue me on these names. <laughs> yeah, Xander Horvath was one of the final players selected, and I thought I didn't see he's he's a great football player. Yeah, when his name pops up late like that, I mean. That just tells you, man. And there's a lot of names like that late where you're like, oh, God, he he, he didn't go until the fifth round like the Sam Howell. Yeah, Sam Howell, who would have been a first – I mean, projecting into the year was, was projected to be a first round. In the year, yeah, yeah. That's what a lot of people are talking about. Fifth round on him. But anyway, there's a lot of players, a slew of players that went late. Now, Nebraska, though, what was your feeling about Jurgens going that high? Um, I think that it, I think that your tweets were actually pretty good about it. Is, is that it reflects well in the decision, basically from Scott Frost, um, to to have him at center, and it was kind of a, uh, 
it was it was a learning process, right? It was uh, something that I think every Oscar fan kind of had to um, grow through and, uh, and and kind of had to had to sit through. And it ultimately gets a good ending to the story in that he's drafted in the second round. Um, looks like he's going to be the replacement for Jason Kelsey out there uh, for Philadelphia. He's on the final year of his deal. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm kind of interested in what his deal, what what Cameron is going to do as a rookie. I wonder if they're going to have him as the backup center or you know if they're going to try to get him some minutes there at guard. Um, we'll see. That that'll be kind of exciting. Um, but it was uh, it was good. I mean, uh, um, uh, a lot of different places to go with this. But I think that the first just kind of break down um, Cam Jurgens' career, uh, and then you know one other thing because I think that that naturally the idea was to kind of say, okay, Cam made the right decision, right? Because he he left her. He still had you know a year of eligibility. Left early. Kind of surprised some people. Ends up being a second round yeah, pick, so that the workout. So good. yeah, just a so- he's that's a four- right. He was that's a fourth right. year sophomore. Yeah. I, hey, Bach, I know it's weird. It, the, these days, it's hard to. Yeah. Because of because he's been here yeah. for it well, seems like forever. Whole COVID discussion. Right. Um, but I will say this: um, as much as we, as uh, you know, I, I think that there are other names that we can go back on here and and look at as maybe um, you know th- that they should have been able to bring this guy back or that guy back. I think Austin Allen, the way that the draft process played out. Maybe there would have been a chance had he known what was going to happen that that you could have gotten him back or whatever. Um, I think, I think that sometimes like like yes, there, there's no wrong decision here. Cam Jurgens is moving off to the pros to make money, um, but I will say this: one of the biggest recruiting um, wins that Bo Pelini ever had was recruiting in Dominican Subek. And Dominican Sue, if he had left early, would have been late first, second rounder. So it's not impossible to get those guys to come back. And I think Cam Jurgens was on that line where, you know, if with Tyler Lindebaum out of the, of the Big Ten, Cam Jurgens would have been likely the guy getting all the hype coming into the year as the best center. Um, and then, you know, maybe True. could have uh, projected himself upward. But the other problem with Jerkins is that I don't know if it would have because there's always those concerns about him being somewhat small um, for an offensive lineman in the league and then his, you know, short arm reach. Right. I, I That decision he made, I just don't I, – Bach, I'm, I kind of come from the angle of – Hey, he played four years in the program. I mean, in a a normal world, a non-COVID world, you get five. But a lot of guys, a lot of good players leave after four. It didn't shake me up, and it really doesn't shake me up, those guys like Damian Daniels and DeAndre Thomas who had, you know, people saying, well, they could have come back. Yeah, for a sixth year. I mean, mean, come on. When I was 23 and – JoJo did. Yeah, when I was 23 and (laughs) – yeah, but when I was 23 and 24 – I didn't want to be in college anymore. I wanted to go work. Yeah, but you go... weren't playing college football. Yeah, but I don't know. I, those guys, college football is not fun. I mean, it's not all fun and games. Right. And if you're going to play it, I, now they can make money now. But if I got a chance to go to the NFL first going back to college for six years and I got a girlfriend who I'm trying to marry, or if I got kids, which some of these guys do, I'm going to go make money. I mean, that's I, I need to go out and get a job. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, you're 23, 24 years old and you got these kids coming into the program. It, it's hard to relate to them. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah. That, 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 no, I don't like that whole conversation about guys coming back for a sixth year. 
I totally understand why they move on. I understand why they do, but you also are able to get guys to come back and do it, right? I mean, so it's like it's it's good, you know, it's right for some guys. It's right it's for some not guys, right yeah. for others. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily think that it's it it'd be extremely weird for everybody. No, not extremely weird, but I know how I'd be. I'd got I I know how I was when I was at. I had to, I had to make money. Do you I think? Do you think that uh, that played into JoJo not getting drafted? The fact he's sure. a little bit older. Yeah, I think it could be. I don't. It's not. I think the injury maybe plays yeah. a part in that. But JoJo will turn 25 on July 28th. So this, during the season, he'll be 25. Yeah. That's when a lot of guys are getting their second contract. Right. That's pretty old in the NFL. Yeah. I, is that a factor? Probably. I will say this, though, Bach. JoJo Doman not getting drafted shocked me. Oh, yeah. It shocked me. I, I did not see that coming at all. I figured fourth. Yeah. I, in fact, I didn't cover the draft on Saturday, and I didn't end up doing this, but I was going to tell Clark Grell, um, who covered the draft for us, I was going to text him and say, be ready quick. I think JoJo will go off the board really fast. Um, so, yeah, I'm shocked. I yeah. don't mind saying that. Well, and that, and that that group of undrafted players, and, and we should mention this because I don't know how much credit I mean, Samari Tourish is gets uh, kind of overlooked by the or overwhelmed, I suppose, by the the second round picks there. Um, I'm excited to see if Tourish gets a shot with the Packers. Third, there. Yeah, third receiver picked by the Packers. Um, I hope he they give him a long look. Yeah, he seems like a guy that can play in that league to me. Yeah, yeah, and he I mean he started to get uh, get some attention there. So for him to get drafted was awesome because that was not necessarily expected um coming into this whole draft process and and he's made it work and he's just a great story all all together coming um you know from the FCS level to Nebraska getting 800 yards. Huge I, I think I think he's it's overlooked how much Nebraska's going to miss him maybe just cuz he was here for a year, but a lot of huge plays made by well, Samari Tour. I think he had five catches over 50 yards. Yeah, that's five a, catches those are over big. 50. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. gigantic. He he came in here, Bach, and what I remember so well about Samari Ture was that, remember the spring he came in here from Montana, the guys kept saying, man, he just he, he's so mature, and he pre- prepares like a pro. Yeah. And when he talked to the media, he, he, seemed, he seemed like he, he was a grown man, and he seemed ready, and he was very, very meticulous in his preparations, and... It paid off. It, he got drafted, albeit low, but the third—he's only the third receiver drafted by the Packers. I think that he'll—they'll—they'll they'll, they'll give him a long look. Yeah. Of course they will. They drafted him. I mean, come on. So yeah, that, I was really happy for him and yeah. happy for Cam Taylor Britt too. Yeah, and then the the other the other okay. So the other part about this, and and we'll talk more about it just because we're running up against it here later. Is that uh, is does this reflect? Poorly on Nebraska, having or does this just? I think it worked out for Nebraska. Does it, well. conf, does it reaffirm that that three and nine team was pretty good, actually? <laughs> well, it worked out at well. least talented. It worked out well in this sense. The draft for Nebraska worked out well in this sense. Getting two players drafted in the second round, I thought, okay, if they have a big day, okay, that was Friday night. If they have a big day on Saturday, they get three more, four more guys drafted. Yeah. People are going to say, what the hell? How did that team finish 3-9? and nine? It worked out for Nebraska in that that didn't happen. It almost is like, you know, I mean, I, w- I would have liked for those guys for their sake to get drafted, but this almost worked out well. Um, I think, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. If they would have had another pile of guys drafted yeah. on Saturday. 
I've I've maintained all along, Bach, that the coaching staff did not maximize that team. Yeah. But it's a complicated discussion. It's complicated by the I don't know. It's the hardest schedule I've seen covering Nebraska in thirty years. I mean, that's the hardest schedule that they've had. I've covered it for really over thirty years. Um and I've never seen a schedule like that. So and they and then it further complicated by the fact they had all those close games. Yeah. I've never seen a team get get I mean, I've never seen a a, a competent team get in their own way mm-hmm. so many times before winning. It was like clockwork. It was just crazy. Yeah. Um and that, that obviously prompted the moves. Uh, and then the other thing is there Wandale got picked in the second round. Yeah. Ultimately, I think uh, proving that he'd made the right choice if it wasn't already proven by his numbers in the SEC. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, it's hard to dispute it. He, of course, made the right choice. Yeah. And I was a little – actually, he went to the Giants, and I was a little surprised he went that high. Yeah. I thought more – I thought maybe fourth, fifth round. So, yeah, congratulations to Wondell Robinson. Yeah, big day Second for Second round pick. Yeah, very cool uh, for him. I know he's an ex-Hesker. We don't quite get to claim him, but uh, no. we'll still cheer for him. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for a song of the day. And also, we also had somebody on, on location for the NFL draft. So maybe we'll get to that next here on Early Break uh, with uh, Sip and Jake on 93.7 The Ticket.